The association that is good is associating with wise people. Wise people here are ones who have knowledge and skill. This wise person will lead us to get good results. It's said that to associate with a fool, the fool leads us down the wrong path. Associating with a wise person brings us to good results. As for the fools, there are both fools on the outside and on the inside. Likewise, the wise person is also both on the outside and the inside. So what characteristics does a fool have? And associating with a fool, what good is there and what do we lose? And what if it is necessary for us to be in connection with people that we can't find any benefit from, people that we call a fool? Then how will we carry ourselves? In the present day society, we have to accept that there are both fools and wise people. There are all sorts of people. So we need to choose based on our mindfulness and wisdom. We need to look at the type of wise people who we will associate with. By associating with them, we will get prosperity and growth in various aspects. If we learn Dhamma, then we associate with a wise person that has Dhamma. If in business, we associate with a person who has expertise and skill in doing that business. These are examples. Or if we play a sport, we need to have an individual we look up to that excels in that sport. They have skill and expertise in that field, and then our skills in the sport will improve a lot. So in regard to the 38 highest blessings, if a wise person does not associate with a fool, then how will a fool have a chance to be a wise person? This is a very good question that has been asked. Because a wise person does not want to associate with a fool. But then a fool that associates with another fool, then together there will be even more greater foolishness. Double the amount. They will be a super foolish person. But even if a wise person has met the goodwill towards the fool, they themselves still will not be able to make the world a more livable place, because the world needs to have metta on both sides for each other. So the important quality to have first is sila, morality. That is not having the intention to do wrong, not breaking the laws of society that we live in together. If we have the five moral precepts, then in whatever province, locality, neighborhood we are in, we will live together in happiness. This is because of not harming each other through actions and speech. And we don't even harm our own body through being intoxicated. This is harmful as well. It makes our mindfulness not complete too. So here we have to be careful. So we take a look at what are the characteristics of a fool. And when we associate with them, how will we lose out? In the Pali language, the fool is Balo. In Thai, it is Pan, which mostly comes from the Pali word. This we call being a fool. It is a person who has no mindfulness and wisdom, a fool or an idiot. They have no quality of sila, morality. It's a person with a dark, unclean mind. 
So, do we know about a fool? It is not someone who has knowledge, like someone who has become a doctor. This is a wise person. This is a person who has gained an education and has been accepted as skilled in that various field. They graduate and they have a bachelor's degree, master's degree, or a doctorate. They know with expertise in that field, subject, or in the application to their work, and they may be able to teach it as well, teaching various subjects. And we can see that people with wisdom like this have helped to progress material development in the world, which improves our conveniences. Now we use electricity, but before they use candles or lit torches when traveling. At night it was difficult to travel, so they wouldn't normally travel at night but would rest first. But now, these days, we can travel at night or at any time. We use fuel oil, fossil fuels, but then there are problems arising. It adds to global warming, with more severe changes in weather. So, to progress and to find new technologies is not the final answer that will give us true happiness. Instead, it is the cause for suffering to arise anew. And we have more intoxication. One who is already a fool, who doesn't know anything, then they indulge even more in entertainments, in gambling, because it is way more easier to do this than in the past. There is online gambling. Watching entertainments, there is no need to go to the theatre or to the shows like in the past. These days, it has developed so that it is in our smartphones. So will we have time to practice Dhamma? So there is the fool that is our hearts as well. There is the fool on the outside and the fool on the inside. A foolish person will close the path of our progress. So what should we do? We need to not associate with fools, not to be close to them, not to think together with them, not doing things together, not travelling together, not practising together, not socialising with them, because it is dangerous, because it will pull us down. If we have little strength, and the fool has a lot of strength, then they will pull us to a path of ruin. But we have to not associate with the fool inside of us too. Like for some people, they decide to quit drinking alcohol, because when they get drunk, they have no mindfulness, and then it all goes bad. When it gets to night time, we don't go, but then a friend invites us to go drink. When we see a friend invite us, then we can't resist it. We end up going with them. We go and then get drunk as normal. It's said that if one drinks alcohol a lot, there will be an alcohol ghost coming to stay with us as well. Is it true? I've heard about it for a long time. And there was once when I sat in meditation, and in it I saw one layman who was my nephew. He was lying down drunk and had a bottle of alcohol. He had no mindfulness, and there was a skeleton lying with him as well. So I thought, oh, this is what they call an alcohol ghost. They're like people who drink alcohol, so the ghost will come to be with them as well. So when their minds get caught up with an alcohol ghost, then it will invite them to go drink alcohol. Then they are drunk all day. Or... It is a friend who has an alcohol ghost. 
or it is their own minds which make the karma regularly, who will come to invite them to go drink. It's like this. So I warned him about this, and he was able to quit alcohol from that day. He had cut off that karma. So we need to be really careful of the fool. And the fool could be one that just arises temporarily. They are not a fool forever. If they know how to associate with a good person, or believe them and listen to their advice, then they can come back to the good and right path. They will then have dana, generosity, and sila, and if they can practice higher, they will have bhavana, developing their minds. Then they can meet with true happiness. So these people are not true fools, like the venerable Angulimala. He had knowledge and skill. He wasn't a fool. But his teacher had received false information from his disciples who were jealous of Angulimala. The teacher was then scared that Angulimala wanted to be more powerful than him. So he gave Angulimala the method of cutting human fingers. But cutting a person's finger would mean that he would have to kill that person. He didn't actually have the intention to kill, but he wanted to learn the ultimate knowledge so that his mind could reach the highest happiness. He thought this path was the right path, but when he met the Buddha, then he associated with a wise person, the most supreme individual. There is no need to say that he is a wise person, as the Buddha is the most supreme in all the three worlds. This was the metta of the Buddha that pulled Angulimala and advised him to bring his mind to samadhi, concentration, to ordain, and ultimately he was able to become an arahant, fully enlightened. So this was just temporarily being deluded. But when he knew properly, he came back, developed samadhi meditation, and then he attained to arahantship. Because in Angulimala's mind, there was truly no intention to want to harm anyone. He had understood it as learning the highest knowledge by getting their fingers. So this faith can be very dangerous. It was his teacher who was the one with no wisdom who could be influenced easily. So this is an example. A true fool, a real fool, is like a lotus stuck in the mud. However we pull them, we just aren't able to do it. They do not adjust their ways of thinking and actions. Here, however we pull them and try to help, there is just tiredness with no result. So here we have to let them be. We should instead search for where people with goodness are. We have to learn about goodness. We learn the teachings of the Buddha and make our minds have goodness. This is the wise person inside of us. And we have to be careful of the fool inside our hearts as well. Because it is normal that when ignorance conditions the mind, then it is a fool. When wisdom conditions the mind, then the mind is a wise person. It's like us when we have an interest in making merit. Then we give dana, keep sila, and listen to dhamma. Or those that have ordained, they have the faith to come ordain and practice and be a novice or monk. 
This shows that their heart has associated with a wise person. They have associated with the Dhamma, the teachings of the Sammasambuddha, the perfectly awakened Buddha. And they try to follow it, try to practice Dhamma. So this is a wise person, which gives great benefits. And if we are in society, we need to be careful. If that society has a lot of fools, then how should we behave so that we can get by well? We should look at it that we need to have metta and compassion. Look at the people in that society with our goodness. Those people have to have some goodness. They have knowledge and skills. It's not that they are bad forever. We people may do some bad things, but it doesn't mean we are bad forever. But we still need to be careful. If they invite us to drink alcohol, take drugs, or to invest in stocks or other schemes with high payoffs, they tell us that if we invest 100 baht, then we will get 60 baht of interest. Or if we invest a lot, then we will get 80 baht interest. And if we bring others in, then we get another 10 baht. Here we need to have wisdom. A fool is coming to cheat us. So for all of us, it's not easy for us to grow up. Until we can get an education, it's not easy. Until we're able to finish our studies and get work, it's not easy. There's always the path that can pull our minds to lower realms a lot. Like watching entertainment, going out late at night, gambling, and taking a bad person to be a friend. This will lead to only ruin. So we need to train and practice. Contemplate our own mind every day. Today, how many percent of my mind is a wise person? How many percent is the mind a balo or fool? And what do we need to do to make our minds get rid of this fool? We need to associate with wise people, associate with good people, associate with a person with good sila. But we also have to have wisdom and be smart. If we meet with someone who is not good, then we need to build up our immunity to be strong, to be able to protect ourselves and be careful of dangers. Are they coming to cheat us? Cheating us to invest our money? Is there any easy way to invest a little and make a lot of money in this world? The rich and super rich people won't invest in these schemes at all. So we think and contemplate it. If they say we can invest one baht and get 60 baht, then wouldn't a rich person who had 10 billion or 100 billion baht invest in it and then be super rich? But it's not like that. We have to be careful of our greed arising. So, may we associate with the heart that is good. Associate with the good friend of ours, which is Samadhi, and make it be firmly established. May you be far from and not associate and socialize with bad friends. May you associate with wise friends, especially in our own minds. We have to associate with goodness a lot. Associate with the Dhamma. Then the Dhamma will lead us to the heart which is higher, to be a Dewa, deity, or to see the Dhamma. May you all grow in the Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.